Hey friends, tickets are now available for our new series of live workshops taking place in November and December. They're focused on getting coffee professionals and small business owners better prepared for 2023. There's one for coffee professionals, one for those looking to start or grow their business as a coffee consultant, and there's one for customer acquisition planning that's tailored to small business owners. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash events to grab tickets or check the show notes for details. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Ford, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and I am honored to have Abby Munoz from Monarch Coffee on the podcast for the first time ever. The first of many times you're going to be on the podcast, I hope. Hi, Abby. <laughs> Hi, Lee. Thanks for having me. It's my honor to have you on the podcast because, you know, this this year we've had a couple of producers from Hawaii on the podcast. And <clears throat> I love what you guys are doing I, you and I have been working together this year and I want to have you on the podcast to talk about a bunch of different stuff when it comes to what you guys are doing. Um, But today we're going to get started with what Monarch Coffee does and what you, um, yeah, what you do at Monarch Coffee. So why don't you tell us what Monarch Coffee is? What don't we do, right? (laughs) Well, especially because like the whole theme of this series is that Hawaiian coffee is a closed loop system. Like Mm -hmm. you guys grow the coffee, you, you process it, you roast it, you sell it, et cetera, et cetera. It's a very unique thing. It's a unique ecosystem that way. So how does Monarch coffee do that? Yeah. So, um, I, we are growing, processing, roasting, mm. selling all of the things, uh, Gesha and Pakamara varieties here on the big island of Hawaii in the Kona coffee growing district. And um, we focus on innovation, a lot of innovation and not necessarily like innovation on funky. I mean, I guess we've done some funky processing methods, funky for us. Um, right. Because of our humidity and our climate, you know, things don't process the same as places Mm -hmm. like in Central America, um, or other areas that are really hot, um, or hotter than we are. But, um, yeah, so we, you know, some innovative processing methods using innovative, um, because we are a small family owned farm and we're pretty much the five of us running and operating, we have a small team of additional um, Mm. post-harvest processing people and help for uh, orchard maintenance kind of things. But um, so we've like approached innovation in reaching out to other industries similar to ours, like uh, specifically the wine grape industry to uh, fabricate and um, create uh, equipment that we can, that helps us do that stuff with fewer hands. Did, is being a producer everything you thought it would be? Oh no, I didn't even think that I would be a producer. Right? I was uh, I was in the beauty industry for seventeen ish years, um, maybe more, and kind of. As Sal's retirement happened, stumbled into the roastery one day and realized, oh, somebody better figure out how to do that part just in case somebody stubs their toe. I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, and that sent me down 
a rabbit hole that, I mean, my passion for coffee, like we joined in that passion with my parents and love of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't, I didn't come into this thinking, oh, I'm going to be a female producer. Just like, like w- one class for yeah, a wow. CA class of specialty into this class, into a sensory class, into a roasting class, into a Q grader class. Now I'm, you know, and then now Q processing, holy cow. Right. So, right. um, I love every piece of the puzzle, right? Like getting to do every part of the journey that coffee takes from from seed to cup. I love being in the field and watching um, the flowering cycle and seeing how that fruit production is going to set forward and then mm-hmm. all of it, right? So it isn't what I thought. It is much harder work than I anticipated. Um it's there are so many challenges that we face being uh, a United like being a grower here in the United States. Yeah. You know, like I don't. That's so hard. Like it's not hard. It's challenging. Mm. And so, um, right? Like I never expect anything to be easy because if it was easy, everybody would do it. But I thought maybe there would be just a little bit more simplicity to it. Um, it's so interesting you say that. Sorry, I, I just what? I just wanted to say it's so interesting that you say it's harder than you thought it would be and it's more, well, it's more challenging than you thought it would be and it's more intricate than, than you mm-hmm. thought it would be because something that I'm starting to realise, <clears throat> excuse me, that is a sentiment that's echoed by every stakeholder in the supply chain from the producing end all the way mm. to the the cafe. Uh, not so much yeah. in the middle, importers, exporters. I haven't heard that so much from them, but I hear it from coffee roasters. I hear it from cafe owners and I hear it from baristas. And, yeah. and like I hear it from all of those people that like, shit, this wasn't, I didn't think that being in coffee was going to be this involved and this difficult but it's really way more involved than it was supposed to be. Yeah. And I don't think that, you know, like I never, I come from a farming rural community and everyone we know are farmers and I understand late nights and harvest periods, um, planning schedules and family vacations and outings around harvests or planting or Mm. whatever needs to be done. Um, I think the part, uh, I had this, uh, maybe honeymoon thought of like this really great community, people come together once you nail out your processing method and you've got it nailed and it tastes clean and it's really good. It's just a matter like duplicate, duplicate, duplicate. Right. Um, and I don't, that's not the case. Like year after year, soil health how much rain we've had, coffee like, leaf so rust. many aspects, co- ooh, coffee leaf rust, um, a, a volcano going off and, and we're getting all of a sudden like the volcano sucks all the air, the moisture out of the air and we're all like screaming for water. And so, wow. and then of course we plant gasha trees that, you know, they really like water, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, wow. so, but um I think that 
I, you know, I wasn't naive to think that it was going to be like no work. Like I understood. Um, but that piece where, Oh, you don't just duplicate. And you know, the lesson is I, you know, we always, you know, you're net the same thing that got you to that part isn't going to get to you to the next, right. Mm -hmm. You got to do something different. And so, um, that's what we, you know, we just keep being intentional, um, focusing on quality, intentional drying. Um, our infrastructure is is really fantastic, and and I'm so grateful for that. So Monarch Coffee grows the coffee, processes the coffee, you roast the coffee, and you have a little store on the farm. Uh, the Ohana, where you brew coffee mm-hmm. and you do tours for people who are visiting. And then you also have a direct-to-consumer online business, which is like <laughs> – it's all exhausting. <laughs> like it's great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> right. Like it's a closed-loop system. And i, I got to say I think this is this is the norm in Hawaii, right? Like this is how most coffee producers – do things, which is very unusual from the way that most other producing countries do things. So let's, in the next episode, we're going to talk about the uniqueness of Hawaii as a producing origin. Let's do it. Peace, love and peanut butter, everybody. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.